I will talk to you of art. Yes. For there is nothing else. Are you all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Come along quietly or not. Well, you can have all the talent in the world and never get anywhere. Some artists will bait a hook and let you bite upon it. And now, without further ado... Hello folks, this is Albert Shivers. Welcome to another episode of Planet Shivers. Before I get to my amazing guests, Courtney, Sylvia, and Namu, just going to give some quick updates. Um, I have some new art and some old art being shown right now at the Create and Be studio in Strasbourg, which you're going to hear more about in this interview. I also have art still available on firstdibs.com. You can check that out. Go on firstdibs.com, type in Albert Shivers, and all my art will show up. It's a really cool website. You should check out the other art on there as well. And on February 18th, I'll be doing a set at the Helium Comedy Club in Philly, weather permitting. If I can make the trip to Philly, I'll be there. If there's snow and rain and other Pennsylvania weather, I may not be able to make it. All right, let's get to the interview. Alright folks, this is another episode of Planet Shivers. I'm Albert Shivers. Isaac is back on sound. My Ed McMahon has finally returned. Hello. There you go. Together today, together my three guests are a team of artistic entrepreneurs. Courtney Natt, with her background in film work, then shifting to paintings that will grab your attention and bring it to another plane... Sylvia Thompson, the photographer whose photos hold charm and inspiration for all those that see them. And my third guest is model, beauty publicist, and astrologer Namu. Together, these three ladies are opening a new art space in Strasbourg called Create and Be Studio. Their first show, Black History in the Berg, which I am honored to be a part of, will be opening soon. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you. I love Thank it. you. Thank yes, you. That was great. Yeah, that was great. That was official. You're gonna give me a round of that was special. That was like our first intro ever. So that was, was pretty. Like, I was like, wait, it's pretty epic. I was like, Didn't it's I like, and, and then and then you gotta hear like funk mics and flex time. Funk mics and flex time. Do you have an intro song? I do. Like intro music. Um, I usually put it in. In like editing, mm. oh. but I can play it for you yeah, once yeah. we're through. This way, you, okay. you know what. Yeah. Oh, okay. You okay. know what it um. What Need it a little is. DJ in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm mad at you. But it is good. Sorry. It's my own. <laughs> I'm mad at you. It's pretty good. So I guess let's start with the gallery. Um, and what you guys are, what you guys got cooking? What's new with this gallery and like? What made you want to do it? You know, I got a lot of questions. <laughs> so, so Sylvia actually manifested this about last year. Yeah, she was just saying how she wanted to. She had a vision of in like five. What is it, like five to seven years? Yeah, I was set like a stupid far goal. Like I was yeah. like five to seven years. I see myself in a studio space, maybe even larger than that. And the Courtney's like, cool. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. Who knows? So. That's where that came from. Right, right. <laughs> and um, so she put that out there in the atmosphere. And then one day we were at a an art 
um, what's the name of that? The, it was uh, Pocono um, Arts Council. It was like gun violence. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It was awareness. about. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a super gun violence in America show. I yes. think that's what it was called. Yes. Okay. But um, a mutual friend of ours mentioned that they had some studio space available in a building uh, pretty close to town, or well, in town, Strasburg downtown, mm-hmm. uh, in a very popular populated area next to the Renegade Winery. And um, he said, "Hey, this studio," and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, you know, we like brushed it off. We were like, eh, "Cool." That's like cool. we weren't really thinking right. of it. Right. right. And then one day I'm laying in bed and I'm like. Hmm. Studio <coughs> might work. <laughs> well, right. And then the, the thought just kept hitting me like, huh, studio. And like, you know, I believe in taking risks. You know what I mean? Like, I really believe in like going after what it is you really want. Like, no matter how crazy it is, like if it's what you want, like you, it's your, it's your responsibility to, to go after it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, I talked to the crew and I was like, Hey guys, I was like, there's a studio friend for a pretty, you know, a decent amount of money that I feel like we could all afford because, you know, obviously we're growing artists. Like, you know, we're not, you know, we're, we're growing like everyone else, you know, we're young. And so I was like, hey, guys, you know, there's a studio. Like, maybe we could split it three ways. What do you guys think? So um, they were with it. Yeah. Like, I, it was immediately, like, as soon as we got the news, I was like, we ran to her house and was like, hey, like, what do you think? I think it's a go. You think it's a go? And then she was just like, uh, well, wait. <laughs> she was like, hold on. <laughs> She's yeah. like, this is moving fast. <laughs> she was like, you just said this, like, because we tell her, like, you know, usually all of our, like, ideas that we have. And she was like, you guys just said something about this, like, just, you know, recently. Like, it really is, like, here. She's like, yeah, and I'm speaking, obviously, about Namu. But I'm um, saying, like, she was really just like, wow, okay, that manifested really fast. Like, okay, cool, let's go for it. And then, like, obviously, we got through, like, the hustle and bustle of, trying to get everything together and making it happen where yeah, we, it was... We had some resistance for sure. Like, there, yeah. there was a lot of resistance. A lot like, of wrenches thrown in there. For real. There was almost a period where we weren't sure if we were getting it anymore. Yeah. And we, we got so excited. You know, we were like, yo, we're going to do this. Started planning events, that. But, um... Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of resistance. <laughs> but, yeah, seriously, it was. Like, we were really thinking at one point, like, where we weren't going to get it. Like, it was kind of like, oh, snap. Like, okay, whatever happened, like, lost communication. One person got in connect with another one, and we were like, okay, we don't know if this is happening. So maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But as long as we're, like, prepared for it, money in hand, like, hey, let's go for it. So from there, it kind of just dwindled out. Everything was copacetic where it was like, okay, cool everything's cool calm and then we were like all right cool we got a response back they were like hey when do you guys want to come inside and it was done so i was just like whoa like (laughs) i didn't think that that much could be put into the universe where it's like hey you want this and how quickly it happened where we're still in shock i guess where it's like we're like whoa this is really still happening and it's like we're here (laughs) yeah so and i think all of us can like agree with that where it happened like so fast Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, I feel like manifestation is very powerful. And, like, I had to keep positive because I was in, my, my hours were cut off at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I have to keep positive, I have to keep positive. I have to, and then, like, towards my hours were cut, and then I just focused on my, my business, like, my astrology, mm-hmm. my Torah readings. And then I'm just like, okay, this this is happening for a reason. So I had to keep kind of going. And I had a vision, like, I kept getting dreams of, like, three of us, like, just being pioneers all the way and if it didn't happen with the studio then it happened later on and i know for like 2020 manifestation is very powerful so words are, are like spells so you have to keep 
being positive doesn't matter where you're kind of going financially. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like my mindset now. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. So when you, really when I heard about this, mm-hmm. so I had seen your art, Courtney, and it was always curious to me, and because you and I sort of were both doing film things. Right. We both knew each other from mm-hmm. around the way, sort of. Never, not on purpose, but never really worked together. Right. Then I started seeing you doing your art, and you almost started around the same time that I branched off of film hmm. and started doing art, too. Now, I had done art, but my decision to make it my primary focus. Mm. Sort of, so like, what, what made you make that shift from going to film to visual art? <clears throat> you know what it was? Um... I have a, a, which a lot of people know me for initially, is my music video background. Mm. So I was doing music videos for a minute, like, in, like, from, like, 2012 to, like, 20, up until very recently, actually. I was still, you know, doing music videos and, and dibbling and dabbling, but the transition was when it just started to feel like the music videos weren't as fulfilling as they used to be, and, um... It just felt like it wasn't really my calling anymore. Like, and I feel like we have callings at different times in our lives. At that time, yes, you know, it, it was the direction for me. It worked. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you know, for a long time, I thought that that was going to be my direction forever. You know what I mean? But it kind of just happened naturally. Like, I was, I think I was just looking at my art and, and you know, all through periods of my life, I always had that, that voice in the back of my head mm-hmm. that would say, hey, you know, pick up that paintbrush, you know what I mean? Like, uh, do that painting, like, do something. But it wasn't until, like, 2015, 2016, maybe a little, maybe even 20, I could be wrong, like, 2015, 2016, was when the voice started getting really loud. And it was like, okay, are you going to do this, or are you going to do this? So I literally, one day, I had a painting that I didn't finish, and I was like, I should finish this. So I literally went to AC Moore, Got some paints, got some brushes, and I just said, you know what, let me try. And it took me some time to get my stroke back, you know what I mean? But after mm. a while, it just, it felt naturally within, like, 20 minutes. And it was, it was, it was just, that was it after that. Gotcha. And um, that's pretty much how it started. And, you know, it was just like, you just have to realize that, you know, sometimes, even though you're really good at something, you don't always, like... You know, you know what I'm talking about. Just like when you went and you, you made the primary focus. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's where that voice in the back of your head is just like, even though you're making money off this, this passion is more important. So I'm going to put my my foot into that. So that's pretty much how it happened. Your, your mind is aligned <laughs> with, with, the, with art. Yeah, right, right. That's, yeah. It's, I mean, it shows. Not that oh, thank no, you. no insult to your video stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, seeing when you had the show at Sarah Street, that was nice. I'd seen your art on the computer, especially when your use of color does not come through on a screen. You got to see it in person. So seeing your some yeah, of your pieces in person, definitely from the size they actually are, where you put the colors, what colors you use, you know, everything in art's a decision. Facts. And facts. some of it's conscious, some of it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what's unconscious, the unconscious decision of it. Right. And what kind of just happens naturally. So, but to get back to my point, seeing your art in person, I was like, wow. 
No, it was impressive. Thank you, and thank you, you. You could see hearing you say this now, you could see that. Oh no, this is totally her passion. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. yeah. I feel you. Thank you. Thank no, you. Definitely. Thank you. Seriously. And and that's you know to get to get back to the studio like that's why we you know I'm very passionate about showing people's work because a lot of artists uh, especially like the millennials now they haven't really seen I'm mostly talking about photographers mm-hmm. maybe uh, as well as digital artists too they haven't really seen their artwork in person or it's blown like up Instagram it's, for it's like only social Instagram media. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's no disrespect to like, you know, the age, like we get it, but it's like to actually have a, a, a tangible, walkable to place where you can say, Hey, you know, in small forms, like it's around town, but it's, it's something where it's like, okay, why not add one more? Why not add two more? Where it's like some place where somebody can say, I want to see something cool, but it doesn't have to involve much where it's like, okay, you can actually see your work blown up. And yeah. for myself, like I know as being a photographer, I kind of like started with it in the sense of like doing it like real old school like dark room kind of training and then from there branched out and I never really got into printing out my work when I first started out because I was just like okay like I'm making the prints like I was using enlargers I was doing all that and Mm -hmm. broke away from it and got back into it and I'm like okay now I'm doing it digitally I'm not doing it old school and from there I was like I really like Courtney really was like you need to see your work blown up like you need to see it like out like not on a screen not on your phone screen on a computer screen no more screens like Mm -hmm. see it out so you can really kind of get an idea of like okay what's your lighting look like compared to on a you know high resolution screen what it looks like in person so like we really feel the value of that is like untouchable you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it's you don't get that with seeing it on any screen you don't get it with you know, anything. Like, you have to see it out in person in front of you, a few feet away, maybe a few inches away, where it's like you really get a sense for it. You really get a feel for what it is. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, our biggest motivation to really be like, you know what, do it. Because it, it's one of those things where it's like, let's not say a lost art or a, you know, lost dynamic in the world of actually seeing things in person anymore. But... For that, I think that's the biggest value that I would take from it in the sense of, hey, this is why we pushed and we gun to do it. Like, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And if I can add to that, too, um, another another thing is that, like, with the Instagram age, there's a lot of opportunities to network and, and to see your work, to have your work be seen, as in, like, call for artists, museums, mm-hmm. and a lot of these, these, uh, these uh, photographers and digital artists on Instagram don't really see the opportunity. They're hashtagging, they're doing this and doing that, but they don't see the opportunity. Hey, listen, I could show my work and then maybe put my work in another show, in another show, and they meet more people. So it's all a network, a networking thing as well. So I feel like with the digital world, it's not real. You don't see the details of like Sylvia's photography or right. even Courtney's, like the colors, like, you know, even... Yeah. At, the, the previous art show, you've seen the colors, you've seen like how people reacted mm-hmm. as they describing, you know, their art pieces. And, and I'm like, this, that's the difference. Like, you yeah. can comment as much as you want on Instagram or on Facebook, but once you see it in person, it's like, wow. When you use those colors, I didn't even right. see that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, you even know. the tag ons, like, what you said about, like, the pencil drawings and things, like, mm-hmm. for her, like, when she did her first live drawing at an event in New York, 
it was like, okay, like for me, like obviously me being her girlfriend, well, fiance, whatever, but like in the sense of being like, okay, like I see her painting all the time. Like I get to see that where she's like, you know, picking up brushes, getting frustrated, doing whatever. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, like some people don't see that process. Like they see the beginning and they see the end. So like Mm -hmm. seeing that process and seeing that mix, I'm like, thinking nothing of it. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like seeing her live paint. Like I see her do it in the bedroom. That's cool. Like (laughs) whatever. But it's like when actually people get to see that process, like seeing her pick up the paints, doing things like that, where it's like, okay, seeing an artist sketch something out in person, just like where you see like at amusement parks. Like for me, I used to like stare at those people doing like the characters, (laughs) like where I'd be like, how the hell did he make her head so big? Mm -hmm. And how did he even, she stood there for two seconds. How did she do that? How did he do that? Like, how 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 and it's now actually being able to see that where it's like okay is it blurred is it really them doing it like is it really happening in that like that time span and that time lapse like where it's like i think sometimes people where it's like things are so like instant where it's like they want to see like the end result immediately right Mm -hmm. there when it's just like you don't understand like sometimes her pieces like take like months to do Like, they've been sitting on the wall for a month or maybe even a year. Like, she said when she first started and was like, oh, maybe I should finish this piece. Like, that was there for a long time. Yeah, for like at least (laughs) three years. (laughs) So it's like, I feel like when you kind of get that sense of being like, I feel like bamboozled where it's like, you think like, if she would have posted that today, it would have been like, yo, she did that in a day. That's dope. Like, no, she didn't do that in a day. Like, that took a few months. Well, <laughs> like, not, not to, like, ruin Instagram. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> he sees the stress in my face now. He's like, oh, I just ruined her whole life. There, it, it, it's it's a, a media that opens the opportunity up for smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Not everybody's doing it. Probably right. less people. Yes. Or probably more people are not doing it. Right. Than the people who are doing it. Right. Little quick edit on your phone. There's so many apps on there and then it's like it's gone. It's gone. Well, and like, I think, I think also anymore. too like art is being placed by with, with memes. So like mm-hmm. they don't see like who's the background of the artist and everybody's sharing this like couple and it was like you know you know who this artist is right. and not sharing yeah. the, for the credit of the artist so it's just like then it, it gets like that gets like kind of like meme life and right. then it, they don't see the the credit of the artist so yeah that's like well somebody drew it but they don't know who the artist is right yeah no, I feel like that definitely gets I lost would, like in the way I would be so tight if my <laughs> if my art ended up on like. A uh, one point million k freaking followers, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then my shit wasn't even like represented. I'll be really pissed off. That's because I could have had like yeah. yeah. I, I, imagine like getting on a platform like that and getting at least like one percent of those followers on your page. Yeah, seriously, oh, where it's like yeah. irrelevant. Even to one, you. even one percent. Yeah, <laughs> that's even with photography too. Like yeah, people, and it gets it gets real scary with that too, because it's like even like sometimes like I've heard like other photographers being like, oh, they didn't even credit me in the in the photo, like that's stupid. And I'm like, I get it. Like people are moving so fast in life. They're like, oh yeah, I forgot to put the photo credit. Like sorry, I'll put it in the comments. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like I don't think people understand how much that I wouldn't say hurts, but I guess in a sense, kind of. Because it's like, that's something that I produced. I took the time to think that out. And it's like, you're not even, it's just kind of like, cool, thanks. Like, I didn't give that to you. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I can like understand where it would be like that frustration, anger kind of build up in you where it's like, 
okay, like, what do you even do at that point? Like, how do you even, like, just, like, do you take force? Like, do you be like, you yeah. stole my thing, like, and put yeah, copyrights it, it, it on goes, everything? It goes viral like, for, like, you know, for, like, different reasons that yeah. you, you would have thought, like, oh, somebody likes my art, but... No, it goes viral because somebody's gossiping on this meme, on that meme, and right. it's, it's like it's it's a different era. So it's like a digital digital era it doesn't have yeah no real into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, I guess it's like I always think of it like, well, this is stuff that they were doing like mm-hmm. in the nineteenth century, where it was like people were like duplicating Picasso's pieces. You know what I mean? Where it was like, was hey, this is original, this that. is a Picasso, and then mm-hmm. it's just like, oh okay, yeah, it looks like he used similar paints and the, the brush strokes are the same and then it's just like, hmm, that's a Bryant. <laughs> that ain't a Picasso. <laughs> that's a me, but go that's for right. it. <laughs> like, but it's like, you don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I've seen documentaries where they're literally trying to find backstories and backstories of people swearing, like, this is the original made by this person and it's like, they can't even tell because it's maybe by, like, a, a stamp that was made in the same error and it was like by chance they found that this person manufactured this stamp and it could only be in this time frame so boom it had to be him mm-hmm. and it's just like that's that's pretty much what we're dealing with <laughs> yeah because like, er, yeah because everybody take pictures of your art and then be like oh that's mine i drew it you know right like, or like, they take it mm-hmm. or they right. take even your pictures and like oh i did this i took this you know yeah. I'm, I'm the photographer hit me up Right. Like, right. this is like, like listen, no, this I, is from Google. I got a message for everybody out there. Stop catfishing people's <laughs> art and photography. Stop okay. it. Just stop it. Stop. It Go makes get your own. hurt. Go right. make your own. Makes me hurt. And stop catfishing people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And like, she's like, I'm tired on. of you looking like a Denzel and you're not. <laughs> yeah. Tired of it. There's people catfishing their own faces now. Wait a minute. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what I'm talking about. They be like, my eyes are that big, I swear. Face tune and all that. Yeah. Face tune? Let me get them white yeah. ears. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. They got swap face now. No, thank you. Swap face, swap filters, faces. and all that. Mm-hmm. It's all about yeah. getting views up and how yeah. much, how much content, how much audience. If you wow somebody like, oh, you twerking or you doing doing this and doing that, and then it's just like that's what people think that's art is, and I'm just like, mm. Mm. I, people talk every day. That's not art. <laughs> like I, I don't every understand day. that. Like you, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? Like it. it's just we we. I think everyone lost what what's the concept of art and what's real. Move. We'll learn a little bit about you now. Okay. So you, you have a long. When I was just looking you up, I wasn't catfishing you or, or like. <laughs> it's not right, really not. Right, 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 right. right. Um, wasn't digging up trying to dig up dirt, but um, <laughs> but um, so you model and uh, right. you do astrology. Yes. So you have all sorts of facets to, right. to what you have going on. So like, what kind of. Um, what brought you to, to that self? To that self in, in terms of like all those concepts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so pretty much I've been studying um, astrology for like uh, several years. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't really take it seriously as far as like, you know, taking clientele or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I went through like a spiritual awakening and then, um, I just kind of like started like, hey, you know, I could get pretty much do this as a business mm-hmm. um so it's like pretty much started 2015 and then i started taking very seriously around 2017 and then um and i just just kind of like 
even interacting with um like other people online even other readers and then i'm just like okay all right i gotta find my my vision of how how i present myself mm-hmm. so i even like changed my instagram name to just normal visions mm-hmm. and my astrology is just normal astral daily so that's kind of like in in the mix of normal visions and then uh, modeling, I've just been doing it for a couple years. And then um, I just promised myself last year that I just want to go back into it because I just feel like there's no um, realism in the media world. Like, I only see girls that are, like, size 2, size 4, size 10. Right. And then I'm like, where's the models that look like me? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, and it's, and it always kind of, like like I said, with the with the pictures, they kind of, like, erase who the model really is, and like, because she has stretch marks and things like that. So I'm just like, you know what? I need to start modeling again. Okay. So, you know, me and Sylvia, we, um, I think it was last summer, we did, yeah. like, this, little, like, body-positive photo shoot, and I'm just like, and there was this pose that she had in, in, the, in the, um, the, last, the last art show, and people, like, they were asking me, like, how did you do that pose? I'm like, she, Sylvia challenged my ass. Like, I don't fucking know how I did it. So it was just like, that really impacted me because it's just like, I'm getting all these comments and people like, go, wow, like, thank you for just kind of like having that representation. Because it's all really about representation when you're a model. You know, it's not about like you're modeling for Gucci or anything like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I really want to model because I wanted to open up other others and even men and, and women to be like, you know, it's okay to just be like the body you're in, but still be loving yourself and still be healthy mentally mm-hmm. and spiritually. Gotcha. And yes. um, what else? <laughs> and then me, me being the creative director, I feel like it kind of brings a balance of what we're doing for creating B because it's like I'm makes the I make the you know the model co- comfortable and having she has a vision and I kind of like understand her vision, but I add. A lot mm-hmm. of things to it, so it kind of brings that kind of art form, and um, so as far as like with all that, that's kind of what Namu Visions is. So that's kind of why like I changed my even my my um my name because it was just you know Najum and Mu, and I'm just mm-hmm. like that's not flowing right. So right. you know Namu Visions was just it was just like everything. Gotcha. Gosh, that's cool. Oh my god, I, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> so Namu is like a, a twist on your first and last name? Yeah, my like my uncle gave me the the nickname and he gave me a nickname because like it was just my, my name is Najum, so it was the okay. N A and then like Muhammad is my last name, so it's the N U. Oh. So it kind of like and I really like I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. So like so that's like crazy. That's fucked up. <laughs> that we didn't know that. It is fucked up. I wasn't gonna say that. That just, like, that just fucked my head up. Damn. Well, so much for knowing you. Well, damn. All right. Like shit. I don't think I ever explained. No. No, you did not. We need to do these more. I guess. Right? My real well, name is Clarice. Truth comes out at the same. <laughs> this is it true. Just pulls it out. Damn. They're like, what? What? Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna listen. Shout out to Unc. Yeah, it was my uncle. Cause like it, it just kind of like flowed. Because I didn't even huh. like, I didn't even like even my nickname Naj. I'm just like, ugh. Mm. And it, because I was growing so much older, <laughs> and then I wanted to really present myself as like because Namu is very catchy. Mm. 
So, and then I'm just like, nobody can really pronounce my real name. So, and I don't like when people call me Nadja, Nadja, because it's like, you know, Nadja, Nadja, you know, diarrhea. But it's like, it's like, you know, like, it was like Nadja. What? I just heard diarrhea. That's all I heard. No, because. I didn't make the connection. Are we like Imodium? Like, I don't. No, because it's like the medicine, that commercial. That, that pink, that Pepto? Pink. Yes. Pismo? Yes. That's not, no. Who did that to you? Who made that connection? So, yeah. So, that yes. whole, my Absolutely whole name no was sense. just like, that nickname was just like. <laughs> Sorry. It was I had, a lot. To, it was I had a lot. to try to make the connection myself. I didn't understand. I was like, who did yeah, you so, talk to that did that? Like, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> so, I, I really, Namu was just kind of like, mm, nobody really has that name. And then. And I looked in, like I look in between it because like it means a lot of things. So in Korean it means wood, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, hmm, like that's kind of like kind of cool. But then like I just wanted to have Namu because it's just like I want to present myself to the people. Namu. That's crazy. Damn, <laughs> I really didn't know that. That's really crazy. I don't have anything cool about my name. I just named after my grandma. That's that's where we're at. That's, that's good enough. Shout though. out to Graham Graham. I'm, I'm the third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have a cool backstory for your name? Hell no. Oh. Well, Nat on uh, canvas or my name? Oh, let's go there. Nat on canvas. Did Why you have is that? Oh no! I'm okay, all right. Go for it. Yeah. I didn't, uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It takes a and anybody knows, like you just said, it yes. takes a long time to find a name that hits. I can't tell you how many names I went by. Okay, Quartztown, Courtney Lauren Productions, Courtney Lauren Films, not on campus films. The list goes on. It's probably Tug more. Tug Productions. Tug Productions. <laughs> I, I, went, I went by that one for a minute. I was like, Tug. That's, that, that's, that, what does it stand for? The Ultimate Goal Productions. Okay. But that shows that how, that that, like that, it, even though it did bring out my personality, I feel like, because I'm all about the ultimate goal. Like, I can be a little bit of an extremist sometimes. A little bit. Trying, trying, trying to water that down a little bit. It's water down the extremist. Yeah, a little bit. Cause Got it. Are you, we'll talk, we can talk about that later if we have time. But, um, <laughs> that on canvas hit. And uh, oh, the last name that I had before now on canvas was Eddie Drenoel. Do you remember that? I do not. Okay, so Eddie Drenoel. Eddie Drenoel <laughs> was my dad's name's his my dad's name backwards. Okay. So it was my dad's middle name was Leonard. I'm sorry. Woo! Sorry, Dad. <laughs> my dad's middle name was Edward, okay. and his first name is Leonard. Okay. So Eddie Drenoel is. Leonard Eddie. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Lord. It's, it's Leonard Sorry. Eddie backwards. So when I started my official Instagram, that was my first Instagram name, actually Eddie Okay. I was I, I, this is I said no. This it was not it a, wasn't flowing. It wasn't flowing. It was it was cool. People people were getting it. They're like, hey Eddie, people I knew. I was like, trying to be like this character, like this mysterious artist, because I never used. I never People used, called you Eddie. Sometimes, yeah. I didn't on Instagram. Oh. On Instagram. Oh. Because they got it. They were my friends. They got it. They were like, "Oh, Eddie, cool. How you doing today?" It got weird. I was like, "All right." So. 
it wasn't working. It wasn't doing it for me anymore. And I was like, you know what? I need a different name. And then that on canvas just hit. It's my last name because, you know, I like to use my last name in honor of my dad because that was his last name. So right. that on canvas, I was like, I like that shit. I was like, that shit hits. But that was a struggle too. Because I was trying, there was times when I was like, should I change this? Yeah, I was like, can you I, just, I don't know if that hits. And if it, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, that's, that's, that's another thing I was going to say too is that, you know, you have to keep going with whatever you do. Because mm-hmm. consistency is key. And I got a question yeah. for you, okay. if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay? I come in here. She's <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. She said, I come in here, and there's blood all over the wall. I come in yeah. here, I am dramatic, but I'm only dramatic with dramatic things. Okay? This is impactful, not dramatic. Impactful, yes, and dramatic, I think. What's wrong with dramatic? I'm, I don't know. Dramatic. I'm, I'm not saying dramatic. drama queen. You are a drama queen. Yes, I am. <laughs> So very proud of that. You heard that, right? The confidence. You just saw it. I'm proud of that. Oh wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind. But you say that was not rewind between two words. Drama. That's what makes it. Drama queen. Yeah. Drama queen. Okay, I don't mean like your record. She hurt me. That's not what I. Well, maybe I don't know. Definitely. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get back on topic. Okay. You're like this. Dramatic. It's very much so. It's okay. It's fine. All right. So I walk in here and I see these, this art on the wall, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Yo!" And I've been watching you, like you've been watching me on right. Instagram and everything, and just the amount of work you produce to me is something. I'm just so motivated, inspired, motivated, all that shit by it. it. And I just want to know, like, how do you produce? Because you remind me of Basquiat. You know who Basquiat mm-hmm. is. Everyone knows who Basquiat is. Okay. So. The one thing that got me about him was the way he was able to produce and stay producing. You have, I don't, I don't know, probably hundreds of pieces, I'm assuming. You know what I'm saying? It's like 100 pieces in here easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, how do you stay productive with life going on in the background? Because a lot of times, a lot of people get screwed over by life. Mm-hmm. And they let life... life situation. Life situations, right. Life situations. Shout out to Ed Cartoli. Right, right. Shout out to Ed Cartoli, the power of now, great audiobook. Bad and now. um how do you how are you able to maintain that? Well, it's a tough question for me to answer only because I've been doing it for so long. Okay. I started doing but I will I wanna give you an answer too though. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Use no. a cop out and not answer your um, so, <laughs> so top out. Yeah. Long time. I just I just I been doing time. it. I have um, to tell you. <laughs> I put art in, in, at the forefront for me. Visual art at the forefront for me. She robbed me of my water. I can, you can that that Brita container right there. Go for it. <laughs> Is this a chewing. water purifier? Yeah. Yeah. The water's like whoosh. Yeah, because I I mean all right side side tangent because I'm a big water drinker too. Yo. So my I was they have those that you connect to the faucet, but uh, my faucet is old and it doesn't have the right. It wasn't old. Ours is too. Yeah, I got you. So I picked that up at Target. I don't remember how much it was, but I noticed a difference. Yeah. When I was drinking out of the tap, or when I drink a bottle of water, or the Brita water, I noticed the water here is not that great. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tap. Like it's and if I I would get to the point where I was drinking so much water. So I'd run out of bottles, and then I'd be stuck, not have water to drink, because I would, you know, I'd gone so long without drinking the tap. No. 
I gone so long without drinking the tap that um, I would drink the tap water and be like, oh, and it was yeah. like, you know, you tasted, gross. you tasted that, it tasted taste? that fluoride in there, yeah, wow, and that chlorine, mm-hmm. and that third eye calcification up in there. <laughs> water, wow, <laughs> oh yeah, damn, Look you went, up. you went, there. I did go there, third you... eye calcification. Look up how to decalcify your pineal gland. It ain't gonna be with tap. There you go. <laughs> it's gonna be with Brita water. Yes. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm decalcifying my third eye as we speak. I went there. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you sound like one of those um those 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 videos like, yeah, your third eye is not open yet. <laughs> yeah, she sounds like one of those aggressive people like, yo, third eye isn't open yet. Oh, yeah, well, decalcify. I, I, I think you better go I, ahead. I, I think it's safe to say that we're all somewhat woke in this room. Yes. Yeah. Safe to say. I don't think we'd be it's, doing this if we weren't this is true somewhat woke. I know you woke as fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can I just try. tell. Like, I woke up and I said, this Albert's nigga's like, woke. I tried my best. I just love how humble he is. He's like, I tried my best. Meanwhile, his whole he apartment is woke. like a whole woke like, tunnel into like everything. You know why he's woke? Went into his room and was like, where the fuck but, am I at? But you, but you know why he's woke? Because... I can't wait to hear what you're about to say. <laughs> Because of the way he produces his art. Boom. The Matrix doesn't have him. Damn. Okay? The Matrix don't got him. Look at how free he is with the stuff he does. Look at this on the wall, man. Mm. You know what I mean? It's look, look, just look at it. This is true. I feel like so also, he's free. I'm sorry if like go off topic, but no, like no, even this collage here, mm-hmm. I could tell oh, I, I could tell it, it kinda goes into it like a story. Like, like I could see the story in that oh, collage. Oh, you wrote the first thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it goes from like, is God is a woman? Or, you know, like, it's is very... Is that Rihanna? Where? Oh. Which one? It looks that like one. exactly what's happening right now. No, it's not Rihanna. Is it Rihanna? Mm-hmm. No. What? No? This one up here? Yes. That one's oh. Erica Badu. Come on. Oh. No, no, it's Erica yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> you got your glasses on tight enough? <laughs> Tight of Nile. You know what? How did you thought that was Rihanna? Listen. Come on. I just wanted Yo, to make you, sure. When you put this online. You're not the first person that. See? Thank you. When you put this online, you got to flash a picture of this. <laughs> yes. No. You know what? <laughs> like, you know how they, you see, like, you see the cross dissolve? <laughs> and just flash the picture of the screen. A good quality one. You're an asshole. I know. <laughs> You know what? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Ew. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. My bad. But fast forward to now, it's just I don't feel right if something isn't in the works. Mm. I don't. Me neither. I feel. You I can now. go two. I can go a day or two. By third day, it, I'm you know itching. I've gotten more connected with drawing, more so than the collage. But they each have their own space, you know, in your creative heart. life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. it's, a, it's something that I just have to You do. can't it's breathe without it. Yeah. 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 It's like you can't breathe. You can't, you know, I, I totally get it. I get it. Like, there's times when, 
you know, I, I could go into like a almost like a mini depression if I'm not like, you know, doing like my art and stuff like that. She knows like I'm not right if I'm not like creating something because mm-hmm. it's, it's an emotional release. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. It's, it's an emotional release. Is that what it feels like for you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. real, you know, and it brings me back like it may do the same thing for me that it did for me as little Al. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But now, you know, adulthood brings all of its own, you know, old problems go away. Right. And here come new, not necessarily problems, but Mm -hmm. just different obstacles. Yeah. That you're going to have to deal with. And arts, you know, escape maybe, Mm -hmm. or it's just the catharticness of it. You know, like I can cross hatch for hours and never, it's just therapy, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, so that's Mm. a lot of what it is for me. Hmm. Is it makes, and I mean this in a positive way, not yeah. in a dark way, mm-hmm. but it makes like life worth it. So I hope that answered your question. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. it definitely, it definitely did. It definitely did. So Sam, this is we're all learning. I'm yeah. opening up here. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do. We do that because as a kid, like art was, creativity was what I had. That was my thing. Yeah. Where it comes to, like, that childlike part of it where it's like, okay, that's something that I did. Like, that's my work. Like, Mm -hmm. that's very, I feel like very close to where artistry is because it's like you bring in that innocence, you bring in that childlike of that freedom where there's nothing really limiting you. And it's like that open mindset of where it's just like, okay, cool, this is where you're at in that present moment, whatever it is, if you're just free, unconscious, whatever you want to call it, and... I, I think I think it's part of your growth too because yeah. you have to like keep it for like okay, I'm gonna see this and then I have to move forward, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I think it's just all part of growth and all part of you moving forward. I think it's just like original just equals growth. Yeah, facts, hundred percent. Yeah, being able to let that go. Yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, all my shit is for sale. I was just like you. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to give up anything. Like I would price at shows. I'll price my shit to four thousand dollars, knowing damn well nobody was buying anything for four grand. Right now, I've done the same thing. Not right now. I'm not putting an atmosphere that's never gonna happen. Because no, I will. I, but right now, at I that can't. time, like I would come up with a price that was so ridiculous. Yeah. That if somebody was crazy enough to offer me it, I'd be like, all right, fine. Right. You know, take it for ten grand. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Do do me a favor. Right, yeah, like, yeah. I feel you. I feel I'll you. I quit my job for right now. Yeah, just do right. it. Just and, do it. and and now you know, you know. Now it's like okay, I have way too many. You know, I, you know, my paintings are rather large, so I'm like, all right, I gotta get yeah. rid of this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready for it to go. And two, it's the process of letting go as well, like she was saying, mm-hmm. like Sylvia was saying, you know, and Nama was saying, and you were saying, like, it's all about letting go, you know. And I realized that. I was holding on to those pieces because, you know what it was? It was also fear. You know what I mean? It was a fear that I was never going to be able to do that again, like she said. But I realized, nah, no fear here. They all for sale. <laughs> and you know and, and then, like, I feel like also because society and, you know, your parents or whatever, you should have your life kind of like, start, you know, ordered up at 25, you know what I'm saying? So I'm Baby, just like, oh, don't get me into kid. life. Yeah. So like, so like, and, and then my thing is that I'm 30. Yeah, not yet. I'm 30, mm-hmm. but like, I had to like really realize that 30 is just an age and just a number. But my time and my where my mindset is now is just like, okay, I'm making moves now. 
but I don't have to be 25 to have my life figured out. Because right. in your 20s, it's like you're still processing just who, the, a number who the hell you are, to, you know? Yeah. It's just I, a number metric to keep track of time, and then time's not even, it, it doesn't exist. Time is only a measurement. That's it's only it a, term, a term of measurement. So is age. Like, you feel as young as you feel. You can be 80 years old and feel like you're two years old. It doesn't even matter. Like, it just doesn't. <laughs> Seriously. I was going to say. It is what it is. You can be 80 and act like a baby. It's fine. <laughs> The only the only reason time I'm sorry, this is I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to project any beliefs on anybody, but the only reason for time is because they want you to punch in and punch out of work. They want you to work that clock until you punch in at five. Sorry, punch in at nine. You punch out at five. You live that whole life to say that. That's why they want you. <laughs> that's that's all time really is. It's it's a measurement. It's a measurement. You gotta get up at nine. Eat your cereal before 9.30, get on the bus, and be at work at 10.30. You need to have your kids by 30. Yeah, Take and break out one. You can't and, but, have but, them like, that's... that. You need to have them young. <laughs> Why? Why do I need to have the young one? I need to have them at all. Do I even need to go to college? Do I even need to go to school? Like, what doesn't matter? And it, it, it kind of goes back to the studio. Because, like, when me and Courtney, you know, we can speak, speak on this, too. Like... Mm. When we talk and and then like me and Sylvia, all three of us, when we like, I feel like my energy and like my creativity like it goes like this, mm-hmm. and I have all these collective and all, all these like ideas going. I'm just like, damn, like it's just being in in the studio, kind of like you, there's no windows, right. and we don't like we only the only clock that we have is on our phone. She's saying, and we made a rule in the studio that we're not having a clock because we yeah. just. For me and working with anything that I do, like I'm kind of just multifaceted and doing a lot of things. I dibble and dabble in a lot. I just do a lot. So with that, I feel like there's a, a time where it's like, okay, I can worry about time where it's like, all right, you know, the worldly things of like, okay, I have a job. Maybe I shouldn't stay up until 2 a.m. because I know I'm not going to be able to function and do things I need to do tomorrow. Like wake so up. I'm so bad at that. <laughs> but it's, I never but think it's okay. of morning hours. <laughs> I feel you on that. He gets, he gets the short end of the stick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, like, I don't even think that far. I'm like, bro, it's five o'clock. I got to wake up in a half an hour. And like, for me, like I used to do that. Like, I think it was like where I used to literally just be up at like, and I, I think when I was younger too, like I used to literally like just in, engulf in a lot of information in the middle of the night. And I guess like maybe my mind was at it's like prime time. Cause I just retained a lot of information and I'd be like, whoa, like, that's so cool and like I'd be like going into this rabbit hole of things but learning and and figuring out like okay you know what like having that cutoff line like you know what maybe I'm not as productive as I should be in at three o'clock in the morning compared to you know just getting maybe off of work or you know having the day to myself to run my errands and then do these things because like Courtney's big on that like she's just like all right I gotta you know clean I gotta do my errands I gotta do this this and this and then I can be in my creative space like and it's it's a learning process for all of us like I'm not saying she's a master at it I'm not saying I'm a master at it but at least I know like okay if I I do want to do something creative I'm like all right cool let me get my my worldly things done like make sure I'm doing this getting my laundry done getting my groceries getting my meals prepped whatever and then scheduling a shoot or, you know, sitting down and, and then thinking up some some ideas for the studio space. Or, you know, maybe thinking about shooting some one of these guys a text and saying, hey, what do you think about this? So it's like I'm not in a, in a cluster tornado of like, 
oh, I need to get the laundry done and I'm going to like shoot a whatever and do all these things all at the same time. So it's like you kind of have to tr- create like a, a structure, but like not really a structure of like, okay, when do you work best and know your body too. Because I think like when sometimes people like work themselves to like their, their peak and they're like extremely like exhausted and tired, like sometimes you got to be like, all right, I need to go lay my ass down. Like mm-hmm. I need to go to sleep. Like now I'm just, I'm just doing a lot. <laughs> like my ideas are coming out and it's just like, oh, all right, that might work, but let me sleep on it. <laughs> like, let's not be so like, yeah, let's do this idea. Cause it's like three o'clock in the morning and it's like, it's there. And it's just like, take a minute. You gotta let it marinate. You gotta let it marinate mm-hmm. for a second. Like just do what you gotta do first. And then let's see if the creativity is still the same the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's a lot of things too for like when we're thinking about things to do at the studio and in next events and things like that, where we're like, yeah, this, this idea sounds great and we're going to like implement it tomorrow. And then it's just like, all right. And it, it, it all depends <laughs> like, on our energy too. It, it does. all depends on our energy it does. because like, if I'm down, I know for sure I got to not isolate myself, but just kind of like, this is myself mm-hmm. and just be like, all right, not today. And then the right. next day I'm just like, okay, I'm a little bit more up because three right. of us, it just is a very, very high energy, is a very mm-hmm. high frequency. So when when we are in, in a creative collective, I feel like we kind of bounce each other's ideas mm-hmm. and it kind of, kind of come to a common ground. Because like, that's why like in the studio, I feel very, if I'm not feeling it, I don't go to the studio. But mm-hmm. if I feel like very like inspired, I just go to the studio, just sit there and I'm just like, okay, I got this idea, I got this idea, it's all in my head. And then I'll go home, I just like write everything down. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just like, you see, you, you end the, the vision, but once you like, kind of like, sort it out, like, okay, this is what my vision is. You know, so it's, it's all about like, you know, just kind of like channeling your own energy, you know, mm-hmm. and just not kind of like bring it to anybody else, like bring it to the universe. There is nothing that quite hits the spot so Your family will like it a lot so When they're set to eat, just give them this treat Manischewitz American Matzo People put failure as fear-based too Because like if you fail, like that's part of like you're getting you're, you're you're like close to your achievement. You're close to your goal. Yeah. And people time. still put that fear and like failure. And I feel like fear is very weak because like all our fears is is really stopping us from making that failure, but but from making that goal happen. You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of people just have that fear. Their false experiences yeah. appearing real. It's just like that it's just like how it how a baby start walking and they fall like. It's just, it's just like, it's like how that is. False evidence appearing real. Yep. Yes. Yep. False yep. evidence appearing real. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. You know, y'all gotta understand, like, you know, at the end of the day, fear, if y'all can just get over fear, like, once once you're not afraid to fail anymore, it's fucking over for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, what else, what else is there to be afraid of after that? From there. It's not Get over, get like, over that fear. Insane. Get over that fear. Then you just gotta get over procrastination bullshit. But let's go with <laughs> fear first. <laughs> Because procrastination is a big thing, too. I, it's I, I, it's I do a it. close second. It's a big close second. I think dude, they're brothers. Procrastination, <laughs> dude. Like, real you, close. You can, yeah. Very close. Your, your brain, you know, people don't even understand, like, your brain will trick you into procrastination. Like, you, in, in, in the stupidest And they bring fear into it. It'll be like, I can't do this right now because I have things to do. So I'm going to do this instead and then be like, 
oh, I, wait, I can't do that because I fear it's not going to come out the right way. And you, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> people will procrastinate to procrastinate. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's it's like, it's almost well, like yeah. a vicious and, cycle. And I feel like fear and um, procrastination and because mm-hmm. like once you trio. once you have that fear, you procrastinate and then you get back to your comfort zone. That's like that's yeah, it all plays out. Get comfortable. Out. Don't fear outside the box. Be outside the box. You gotta hustle, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like, you know, like the hustle everybody got their own hustle. Some people hustle hard, some people hustle hustle very easy. You know what I mean? So like it's all it's it's every there's different levels to hustling. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about going and selling drugs. For oh anyone who God. might be listening to this, you know, I know how the internet is. Like, is she talking about selling drugs? No. I'm not. <laughs> Don't be a plug I'm, I'm for nobody. I'm talking about hustling. I'm talking Don't about, do it. you know, being able to try new things and, like, make it work, you know? And, and hustling could just be doing something five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. At least you did it for five minutes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's not, it doesn't have to be five hours every day. Yeah. Yes. You know, a little bit goes a long way. There was That's not there a was, joke. There was a time when I was still living at home, like I would tell myself, "Okay, I'm fucking tired today, but I'm gonna just put this paintbrush on the canvas just right. to say that I did something today." You know, to keep the consistency. And then I'd be like, "Oh, that felt really good. Let me do another." Uh, the next thing you know, I'm standing up on my paints and shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so you you could say it's, you, the trick. The trick is. If you if you have a, a procrastination issue, try this one day, okay? Try this today, or as soon as possible. Tell yourself I want to do it for three minutes, and I guarantee you that that three minutes is gonna turn into longer than three minutes. Boom. And yeah. then keep doing that every day. I'm gonna do it for three minutes, three minutes, three minutes, and just watch. Do that shit for like do that shit for like a week, and, and see, see how far see you what get. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. One it more really thing. Is. One more thing. I knew somebody that sell that told me that he had a he he wanted to start a fashion a fashion club company. He wanted to design some clothes. I said, "Yo, let me see your sketches, right?" So he pulls out this sketch and it's it's fire. Like it's a pair of pants. I was like, "Well, how long has it been since you you know sketching thing?" He said, "Eleven years." Oh. Eleven years. I said, "So you sketched eleven years ago?" Wait. Yes, he said, yeah. Wait. I'm like, why you wait? Why have you waited 11 years? <laughs> do you want to see how crazy that sounds? What do you mean? Why the hell are you waiting 11 Why are you And you're still waiting, knowing it's been 11 years. They're waiting for the right moment. No! That's what they He's say. procrastinating. <laughs> for 11 years. They're waiting for the right moment. That's Procrastination will fuck up your whole shit. Because you're waiting for the right moment. Mm-hmm. You're thinking and it's probably like, good, but you gotta understand too. Like, out of those eleven years, he might have went through something mentally, or went through something, you know, financially, where you know he had to bounce back from his, you know, things. Like, you just never know what a person, you know. That's true. That's true. What well, my know. mindset is going because out of those, he's just out of those eleven years. Because like out of those eleven years, you, you, 11 years, that you know, been through. they probably went through like just, just. Just speaking back of what you, what you said about with your with your music videos, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't feel like your music videos was just like impacting you or bringing you your creative zone or you know it wasn't your passion anymore. Yeah, that's true. So that's right, why you went right. back to art. So out of those eleven years, he Somebody probably had he probably went through you. depression. He probably went through something traumatic to where like he couldn't even like draw. So sometimes yeah. it just it's just yeah. like it's sometimes it's always a. Uh, 
it's out of those 11 years, I bet you, like, when he sketched that, it was probably, like, he was in his zone, he was creative, mm-hmm. but now he's getting back to his vision, now he could just start creating what he wants, you know? That's true, that's true. And, and so, I'm, that's, I'm, that's, and that's, not, and that's why time is, like, is only a measurement, it doesn't really exist. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not doubting that, like, something could have happened traumatic, because, like, a lot of traumatic shit has happened to me, like, my dad passed away in 2012, that's something that actually made me want to go forward in my life. That was something that made me want to cope. I could have went down this path, but I went down this path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know... A lot of those things kind of, like, set you straight. Especially yeah. with, with deaths. Because yeah. a lot of things, even for myself, like, it, it definitely, like, obviously the similarities in it was that my mother passed in 2015. And from that, that kind of brought me into my creativity a lot more than what I was doing before. Like progressing you into a butterfly kind of thing where it's 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 procrastination yes but you have to also kind of be real with yourself and call yourself out on your shit and be like all right am i procrastinating am Mm -hmm. i you know putting this off to the side being like oh i should just take a nap right now and it's just like no motherfucker you're not tired get up and get painting like yeah you know what i mean like what's what's really there like or are you saying like you know what i'm really sad today like i I lost my mom i lost my dad like i i'm i just kind of want to take a mental health day like just you know there's a difference between that like because i know a lot of people can relate to being like all right maybe i'm just sad today maybe i don't want to do shit that's not procrastination that's taking care of yourself like that's not like there's a fine line between that and i don't want there to be any confusion of people being like oh nah like i can't sit down and be sad today like i'm procrastinating like no your mental health comes first like right right make sure that you're not just pushing through shit just to be like oh yeah like I, i i'm being lazy today like no right there's a line. Like, either you're being lazy or you're really trying to take care of yourself. Like, it's it's one or the other. Right. So, like, don't think that you having a rough day is you procrastinating. Like, don't take that, you know, you're, you're taking some time out for yourself and doing self-care is procrastinating. Like, right, right. There's a, there's a line between, okay, taking a minute to do some of your stuff. Like she said, like, take three minutes to be like, all right, cool, I'm going to pick up this paintbrush. I'm going to pick up my camera. I'm going to maybe watch a YouTube video. Educate yourself. Like, if it's not an action of some sort, just take, take it lightly, I would say. Because right, it's right. like sometimes Burn, people burnout really, is real. Burnout is real. Yeah, like it's yeah. a real thing. Like, because when you're really feeling like, oh, I'm procrastinating, like, oh, I gotta do, 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 do. And then it's like, you don't even know what you've done. And like, and sometimes it's a great thing. Like, sometimes, you know, people create mass amounts of work yeah. with, you know, times of being like, yo, just complete solitude, just pushing, just hustling, like she said, just doing their thing. But like, sometimes where there's moments where it's like, okay, are you, you doing that to get you through something? Are you doing that to cope? Are you doing that to, you know, keep yourself from, from the mainstream of taking care of yourself? Like, and sometimes you have to draw that line of like, all right, am I, am I doing this till I'm till I'm tired till I'm sick till I'm doing all these things to keep myself from dealing with my own emotions or am I doing it so I'm not procrastinating am I doing it so like you kind of have to like check in like you gotta just be like real with yourself and be like why am I doing this right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like and be like okay cool I'm doing it for the fuck of it I'm doing it for the fun of it like I'm doing it because you know I I I want to embrace this today so, like, I think that just bringing that awareness to that so it's, like, it doesn't sound so harsh and, like, yeah, like, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, well, well, don't, 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 don't. And, like, and what I wanted to say, too, in regards to the guy with the pants and the designs, like, you know, like like I said previously, like, I don't, I'm not saying that there wasn't, that that, that couldn't have been, like, you know, a mental health issue, like, mm-hmm. or anything like that. But in that particular case, I wanted to say is that it was because he didn't believe that it was possible. Right. 
know, mm-hmm. that's why he procrastinated mm-hmm. for 11 years. You right. know what I'm saying? Because like, he didn't believe that that was something that he could make a living off of. That wasn't something that he had the inspiration around him to say, hey, listen, like, you can do this. You know, family background, some, like, you know, you know how it is, like, this family that tell you, you have to do this, you got to do that, and you live mm-hmm. up to that expectation. Right. And sometimes they have, they have the best interest for you, mm-hmm. but that's not something that's, that's the best for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mental health is so important. You know, taking care of yourself is important. I've experienced burnout three times in 2019 where I had to, I, but, bless you. but some, bless you, but sometimes, you know, you, you know, sometimes you, you, you push yourself to see, to see how far you can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit that limit, you already know, okay, that's my limit. Mm-hmm. And but you gotta, yeah. you gotta there's only so many sleepless there's only so many starving different. days like there's right. so many right. things where like I said you really have to check in and like I, I think that's just the biggest thing because sometimes you really have to like she said like with that false expectation of what you're looking to do like um, not, not, I'm not gonna get too far into this but there was a point in time I don't know if you knew but I was doing painting sips in Allentown mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my first show, I had to stand in front of 28 people, I think it yep, was. it was 28. My first time doing a paint set. Mm. And... That was the funniest experience of my life. It was... I remember... <laughs> I, and you have to go on a microphone. You got to, like, play music. You got to be able to entertain. She's so dramatic. <laughs> I am not dramatic. She said you got to go on a microphone. You got to entertain people. It's like painting in front of but 28 be, people and instructing them how to do it. Teaching them how to do it. It's not that simple. But no. Because I, you have to be a comedian, DJ, and an artist, and a teacher at the same time. Wait a minute. A comedian? Yes. You have to entertain them. At a comedian. Yes, you have to entertain. Did you say any jokes? Yes, I did. We played a game called Pinky and you made it up. Oh, I did. (laughs) I was like, You were there too. Take a drinky. They was like, Got you, sis. I was like, You were there. You made up the game. I was there. I was there. So you you. gotta you gotta do all these things. Long story short, um, I tried something and I got a really bad review. I got like a I think I got like a zero star review in my first one. One review said, I will never ever, ever go to another painting sip like that again with that particular artist. And, and I, I was, was like, mm. oh, and I, I was thought crushed. we were cool. It was harsh. I was, it yeah, was harsh. it was really harsh. Like, she was very wow. upset. I was, I was crushed. I was crushed. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you saw the dramatic... I was crushed. I was like, see you next week. And right. I tried it again. Yeah. I went back, and then my reviews got better. Then I got a three-star. And then, then they, they were like, oh my star. gosh, like, they're the best collab ever. Like, they're so yeah. great. They're so fun. And we're like, yeah. damn, like, we were really worried about that one review because, like, she did phenomenal for her first try at it. And it was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, she was like, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this? I was like, bro, just have fun. Like, just do it. Like, just fucking do it. Nah, I screwed and up in the first five minutes. It was literally like, she was like, hi, my name <laughs> I is knew Courtney. I screwed up. And let's like get that. started. Like, it was supposed to be like, she was supposed to do this intro, and then she just like, X made the fucking intro. Looked at me, <laughs> looked at me in the back of the room and was like, and. And let's wait. <laughs> I was just like, and I just turned I around like, and I just got to it. I was it. like, bro, I screwed up. I was looking at her like, you oh said nothing God. that you said you were gonna fucking will, say. Like, what I, are you doing? I will never forget the fear <laughs> pulling into that parking lot, and I was just like, turn around now. I just wanted, to, I just wanted to cancel it. I actually cried real tears in the parking lot before I went, and I listened yeah. to The Wiz, my favorite album, not with Khalifa. The Wiz with Michael Jackson yeah, and I, Diana Ross. The Wiz. I just the, watched that last night. That is my favorite <gasps> that movie. That thing is going to inspire you. You have to watch it again. <laughs> oh, no, well, I, my mother I was big movie. into that movie. Yes. I was a little kid, 
and the garbage cans scared the hell out of me. Bro, are you going to eat that? No, 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 Yes, yeah. that scared the shit out Yo, of me. No, 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 thank you. Fuck you, because I, I got my next painting. Fuck that. Oh, wow. That that accordion yes, thing scared I forgot the about hell that out of me. Movie. I watched that thing on VHS, and my brother, <laughs> literally, my brother was like, yo, you have to watch this. This is the original. It's better than The Wizard of Oz. Like, you have to watch it. And I was like, all right, cool, got it. Got to that part, never watched the movie again. Yeah. Couldn't do it until I got older, and I was like, oh, okay, let me get past the accordion part. And I was like, damn. As a kid, that shit is scary as hell. Like, why is that thing coming out of the garbage? Like, why is it chasing them? Like, where did that part even come into the compass of no, the story? When those I didn't wires understand. come down and are electrocuting nips oh, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm about to... Oh, you... Uh, bro, I'm sorry, guys. That... Oh, my God. I cannot. I could not. I Richard, was like... Not, wait, well, not Richard Russell. Russell. Wait, wait, Nipsey wait, Russell wait, wait, wait. Nipsey Russell was not in the Russell. What? Nipsey Russell was in the Wiz. Yes. But that part right God there, bless. man, I couldn't do it. That part scared everything out of me. I still, to this day, have visions of it, and I still don't get it. Like, that used to wake me up in the middle of the night. That was a very I, scary time. I, I couldn't watch the movies after that. movie. Yes, you do. That movie has gotten me through the most hardest times in my life. She compared me to Dorothy when she first met me. She was like, because I got these pair of, I was very happy about them. I, I was at Kate Spade and I got um, these sparkly little Kate Spade tennis shoes. And they're like sparkly and they just literally, it's it's kids with glitter. And literally I was like, yeah, I feel cool in these. Like, I love these. It's awesome. And then I walked to her down the driveway. I'll never forget it. She was just like, you're my dream come true. You're my Dorothy. And, and, glitter, and glitter slippers. I was just like, she was like, you're like Diana Ross. Like, we're just... Wait, wait, first met too. Yeah, she yeah, was when like... When I first met? Yeah, it was, I think it was Aww. your birthday or something like that where you were like, this is everything. I was just like, was wow. <laughs> no, you were very much sober and I had an afro at the time. She is really lonely. Very much sober. Throw that tea, baby. And literally, it was like, she was like, you have the afro and you have the sparkly shoes. She's like, oh, I feel at home. I was like, oh, boo. You used the quote from The Wiz of her obviously singing home and that's like her favorite oh. song. So like, she'll go off on a whole tangent of why she loves this movie and how and why. And I'm not going to get into it just because like there's levels to it. And like, I just think that that movie is so amazing. Like, just because of the way Dorothy triumphed and she got through it and she she went and she was in this 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 place where she's like what the hell is this like i just want to go home dude you know what i'm saying like there's garbage kids coming the at me she explained it in there's modern puppets way. popping up i just want to go home dude <laughs> i fell off the ceiling I, like come on what oh yeah she did you remember yeah that? she did but meanwhile glenda the good witch of the south put her through that and i feel like that's like what this you know if, if anyone here is spiritual whatever you know the spirit guides put her through that Yes. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, I'm getting deep now, but, you know, we incarnate on Earth with a mission. And, and before we go, before we come here, we already know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hell yeah, I got this. What? You got, but you got to forget everything. You got to get away. Okay, you got this. You forget everything. And then you come here and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> And then when you die, when you get and, 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 like, and, and, and then when you die, you go back to spirit, and they just like, what did you learn? And you're like, yo, send me back. Listen, send me back. I mean, you get sent back because you didn't learn less than the first time. You send yourself back because you want to learn. Spiritual. I'm just saying, yeah. it's all good yeah. though. 
you send yourself back. You know what I mean? Because uh, you're like, because when it's a different realm. You know what I'm saying? So when you spit, you you're like, yo, what happened? What happened when I, yo send me back? Nah, I can't. I, I can't go out like that. What and you, you, then you pop out of the womb. out like that. What? And Wait you pop out the womb and you're like, <laughs> why'd I come here again? <laughs> Is that how you sounded when you came out of the womb? Listen, I was woke. <laughs> right? Wow. I was woke young. I was woke young. Out of the womb? Probably. Oh. When you when you when you get out the womb, your third eye is fully open. Do you remember coming out of the womb? Hell no. I remember being very young and feeling emotions of like you know feeling other people's pain around me, mm. being an empath. That's 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 a big thing. Like that first experience mm-hmm. of empathy. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, it, it was a big deal, and you know what? It was very hard for me to deal with, and at some point I had to figure out a way to shut it off. Mm. Because as kids, we want, our main goal is to survive. So you're going to do what you got to do mm-hmm. to survive. So I shut that empathy off because I would feel these feelings of like, if someone felt guilty, I could feel their guilt. If someone mm-hmm. felt sad, I could feel their sadness. And it kind of makes you sad. Made me sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, it's time to turn that empathy. You know, now I can, I can, I can handle it now as an adult because I know what it was. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you close your heart, you know, because you come into this world pure Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, you have unconscious adults around you telling you you're this, telling you that. Mm-hmm. You know, people not knowing what they're talking about. You got to do this way, that way. And you got to be this way. You got to be strong. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, I mean, I think with that, too, like, sometimes you have to understand with people and their experiences, they only tell you what they know. And you have to say that's valid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't just be like oh, yeah, my parents were assholes because they put these beliefs on me and blah, blah, blah. But as a, but as a like, kid, you but, don't know that. Exactly. You and don't that's know that. Really, and I think that's when it comes down to when you get to that time concept of when you get, become an adult and you understand, like, okay, your parents are only speaking from what they knew. Your friends are only speaking from what they know. Like, they cannot say that they've lived in your shoes and are able to give you that same experience of saying, you know what, I get it. I know why you're you're toying with this idea of like, oh, striving artist or, you know, you're going to live on the street if you're an artist. Like sometimes people have those mental constructs of, okay, you know what, you have to accept that they've experienced what they've experienced. They have their their mindset of how things go and you have to say all right you know what that's not coming from a malicious place some people are don't get me wrong i'm not saying there's not energy vampires out there i'm not saying that there's not people that are out there to have the worst intentions for you in the world as as whatever the case may be before we wrap up um let's let's plug the space a little bit yeah the studio so you guys have a show coming up real soon yes yes real soon february 20th is the date. And yep. I believe it's from what time? 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Yes. at uh, Avalisiatha Studio. Um, also, uh, submission is next week on uh, February 4th and 5th between 12 and I think 3 or 5 p.m. I, we have it on the flyer. Yeah, it's on the flyer. and uh, Just go check that. If you got me on Instagram, it's at Nat on Canvas, and um, all the information is in my bio if you want to know more about it. As but, well as um, all three of our bios, we right, probably have right. it in there as well. Shop so, by Sill. Shop by Sill and Namu Vision. But I'm sure we're going to all shout that out at the end, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I know how y'all do. I know how y'all I know how to podcast. I know what y'all do. But, um, do you really? <laughs> of course. Do you really know how Albert does it? 
You know what? Do you know how it really goes on Planet Shivers? Of course I know how it goes on Planet Shivers. Come on. Come on. Keep that. Come on. He almost spit his water out. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the mic. That beautiful mic. Right. What? It almost reminds me. Never mind. I was going to say uh, the Wiz and the, 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 the... Never mind. Um. So, um... Yeah, so we have a show. What does it remind you of? Don't I can't, you remember I can't Richard Fryer? go anywhere the past Wiz, What does it remind you when of? When they finally got to the Wiz, and he was like, So, you wanted to meet the wizard. <laughs> Step forward. <laughs> That's close enough. And done. And cut. I, I, I know the whole entire I can't. movie. I know, I know every single lyric. He had, he had that walk. Word. He had like that walk, like... Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay on the Wiz for too long though, because like I, I just I'm gonna be talking it about for it the half of the because show. I love that movie. I like even the way Dorothy like bought her friend and then she goes back because, at it because, again because it's the fact that it's it's so it's such an emotional movie because at the end of the day, look at this person. Dorothy was so freaking scared. She was shook to be in Oz. Like what the fuck is this shit? I want to go home. That's all she kept saying. Soon as I get home, in tears. <laughs> she was in tears the entire movie, but she still had the had the wisdom and the courage and the love to take these people with her, even though she was scared. She's like, "Come on, come with me. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to like ease on down the road in this creepy neighborhood by myself. You know, come with me." But at the end, you know, at the end when she found that the wiz was a piece of shit and he wasn't real, he was like, you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> if y'all can see the six expression on her face. When she found out that he was a freaking fraud, she still had the courage to tell them, y'all know the story, the, what did the scarecrow want? The scarecrow wanted the brain. The tin man wanted a heart. And the, the lion wanted some courage. So at the end, after all that, knowing damn well that she probably was never going to get home, she still had the heart to tell them, you had everything you needed all along. Because she had courage, heart, and a brain to, to help. Right, her. right. I didn't even see it. I was, when I, that whole subway thing. Bro, terrifying. Fucking as terrifying, scary. As terrifying as it is, though, I'm watching, and the lion's saving everybody. I was like, this could be Exactly. I, didn't, I don't remember any of that. I exactly. That yeah, the, the, the subway scene nope. was so, you know those big pillars in the subway? I remember them very They're ripping vividly. off, and they're walking towards you. Yep. Can you imagine that? I still imagine it. Shh, it's terrifying. Terrifying. It's very scary. This the garbage can't try to eat Michael. I never look at Took New York subway arms. stations at the same ever. He's again. like, ah, ah. <laughs> That's going to be a part of the intro, too. <laughs> That's definitely going to be it. I wish we could flash that scene across the screen. That would be hilarious. You see Michael in the garbage can. In the garbage can. He's like, help me! Uh, uh, lion! Lion's and like, he here I everybody. come! He ripped the garbage he can ripped off. the cans off. He pulled the wires out of Nipsey's neck. Right. Yes. He'd go and he beat those pillars up. And yes. Right, right. I couldn't even get that far. Right. I was very terrified by that thing. <laughs> I just, I couldn't do it. That freaking thing that it. was growing in the subway. It was yellow and orange. Mm-hmm. And it it's just. puppets. Oh, God. I can't do it. I think that's why puppets scared me at one point in life. Thanks, all right, guys. all right, all right, all right, all right. My Back man. to the studio. Yeah, okay. And, and you know, yeah. So, um, I can't. We have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is just the beginning, and technically we're open, technically, but um, 
you know, you can you you can come by and see it. You know, we're still taking general submissions. We're we still have a, setting up. Right, we have a general submission um, entry right now that's uh, on our Facebook page. So as it well doesn't as, have uh, to be anything directly correlated with Black culture. Right, right. So the Black Culture in the Berg twenty twenty show. Um, she hates when I say that. Sophie hates when I say twenty twenty. But um, she just says like, like it we're like, not like we're not in the year. She just thinks everybody hates, forgets what year it is. The She's reason like, why if you didn't know it's twenty twenty. So the twenty twenty show, right, you know, twenty twenty. Right. That's literally she how she does it every time she, with the intro. She can't stand it. She just says it okay. in so many sentences. She can't stand it. Can't, but um, can't so basically, the 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 theme of the show is black culture and the expression of black culture. And showing emerging black artists in honor of Black History Month. But anyone is welcome to submit pieces. So if you're white, black, Albanian, you know, whatever you are, you're allowed. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> whatever race you are, ethnicity, you can you can uh, bring some pieces down if you want to celebrate black, black culture. So it's not oh just a celebration of black culture. Um, it's going to be a fun night. You know, the only only real requirements there are is that it's a twenty dollar entry fee, and no uh, judgments welcome to submit the art. Right, it's a twenty dollars. It's a it's a twenty dollar submission fee. Right, not to get in the not yeah, to get in our reception, but there's a twenty. Thank you for that. There's a twenty dollar yeah. submission fee, and you can submit up to four pieces, uh, no larger than forty by forty. The and art they, reception and, is free, and they just and they Correct. just and, yep, it's free, and um, they just need to be able to be hanged. On the hung, hung on the wall. <laughs> uh, they just need to be ready for hanging, basically. So if you have prints, uh, frames are preferred. If you could find some other way to hang them, as far as dry mounting and things like that, whatever you limit. gotta do to get it on a hanging right, something, right. do it. If you if you're bringing a canvas, uh, just in your your canvas is not framed. Just make sure that the edges are painted and they presentable and professional, and. Um, yeah, we're going to rock and roll, so... We out here. Yep, like I said, um, everything's on my bio. Everything B. is on all of our Instagrams. You can click <laughs> on the link in our bio, and it will be there. Applications, general submission, black and culture. Any reminders that you need, we'll be posting it all month until then. So either way, don't miss it. And it's going to run until March 6th. And the uh, our reception is the 20th of February. That was a lot of information, but you know, like I said, if you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, everything is going to be. We're going to flood the internet. We're going to flood Facebook, Instagram. So I shouldn't say that for Facebook's algorithm. So you're going to, like, you're going to flood, <laughs> kick you off. But yeah, so um, we will be open, and uh, we'll be posting more about that. But so people can come in and see the art after the sixth. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, with all your questions, just we just wanna. I just wanna shout out uh, one more time to make sure to check out the social media, right? But I'm sure my man Albert is gonna probably put it across the screen or something like that. But um, so on Facebook, you can type in CB Art Culture, and that's our tag on Facebook. Or you could just type in uh, Create and Be Art Studio, and um, on Instagram we'll also CB Art Culture. And um, our email is cbrculture at gmail.com. And we're signing off. <laughs> Do you want to have anything you want to say? Anyone want to shout out personal Instagrams? We already did. You did? You didn't. Oh. oh I shouted it out for her. Excuse me. <laughs> it's up to you. Well, I'm shot by Syl. That's shot 
like S-H-O-T by B-Y Sil S-Y-L and the mic goes to you. Um, Namu dot visions and then N-A-M-U dot and then visions V-A-V-I-S-I-O-N-S. <laughs> that's, that's all. <laughs> At Nat on Canvas N-A-T-T-O-N Canvas C-A-N C A N B A S. I'm tired. It's late. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to my man Albert Shivers oh with God. the. Thank you guys. I, no, no, thank, thank you. you, man. Thank Seriously, you, man. we are so appreciative of this Shivers. opportunity. Hashtag being on Planet Shivers. It is something that I'm. I obviously haven't personally experienced. I don't know about Namu. This is Courtney's second podcast that she's been on. So, with that being said, you know, you know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. Planet so, Shivers. It has like a. Planet Shivers. It has a ring yeah. to it. it has but a, no, seriously, yeah. we're so appreciative. It's a like, this is exactly it is. It's that's, a whole That's vibe. lit. Like, that's I why the it. podcast has to be here. Because you have to come. Mm. You have to enter Into this whole crazy the world. I'm glad we did it here. Shivers. Yeah. Yes. It's a, yeah, it feels like I'm in a living room and I feel like. Yo, what time is it? And I'm just like, wait, it feels real early. Yeah, we was here yeah. for a minute. That was a good podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 late. Wow. Planet Shiver. Acted like it ended. Oh, what? The... <laughs> what? <laughs> she said, yeah, that was a great podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Planet Shivers. You could find this episode and more on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, the podcast app as well as on YouTube with video footage. Everybody's Instagram handles can be found in the info section on any of those platforms.